ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Even friends forever. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. so much for being alive and thank you so much for being vegan um so i know what you're gonna say i know what you're gonna say you're gonna be like well why did you miss yesterday i thought we were friends i thought you were always gonna be there and it's true i hate the fact that i missed out on yesterday i really do but um honestly i have this um i sprained my foot and you're going to be like, what do you need a foot for to do a friggin' podcast, a, a, a live stream? Why do you have to have something, your foot? And the truth is, um, when my foot hurts so bad that I want to quit my life and I want to just chop off my foot with a with, – I just want to saw it off. Like give me a saw and I shall saw off my foot – um, it hurt so bad that I was like, I can't even, I, I couldn't pack up my shit to get, to take it to the truck so that I could start my day. And so my, I was just dying. And in my throes of death, I went like, I can't do a show because I don't have the time. I need three times the amount of time to do anything today. And I was meeting my colleagues. We were all gonna. We're about to head out to Chick Fil A to start some to agitate some uh, some Chick Fil A's. And there we were. Um, and I had to. I had to not do a a live stream. And I'm sorry. I am. I hate to do it. I it was with. It was with a heavy heart that I had to do that. And um, God, I have. So we went. And got an ace bandage. Well, luckily, what's really the the bright side is. We had, I had two colleagues with me who are uh, PETA employees who were able to jump in and out of the truck for me because I jumped out of the truck. I sprained my friggin' foot. Ugh, it's so embarrassing. I feel like an old man, you know, I feel like an ancient old fuddy duddy jumping out and hurting my foot. I got to be more careful. Uh, I feel like it's funny that I've been ju jumping in and out of trucks for four months straight, and now all of a sudden, I jump out of a truck and I sprain my foot. So uh, my friend Marnie and uh, and Tristan, they were there and they rode around in the truck with me and they would jump out and take pictures and do all the things that the extra stuff that I do, you know, and I thought that was great. It was so good because I could kind of have a pretty chill day, you know, I could drive and talk to people outside the window, but I really hardly had to get out of the truck. It's really cool. And then um, at the end of our day, we got to go to a CVS and buy ibuprofen and uh, acetaminophen, of which I have taken very much, and an ACE bandage. So now I have a compression bandage on my foot. I can still walk. I can walk a little bit, 
but um, I need it needs some uh, tender love and care. I have a little TLC on my uh, my footsie. Uh, yesterday, when we rolled up to Chick Fil A with the chicken truck, my Hell on Wheels chicken truck. I don't know. Have you guys seen the chicken truck? Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but it's been in the news lately. We were on the news yesterday, and it's been all over. Let me see. Um, there's a press release. Here we go. Uh, Valdosta. We're going to Valdosta next. Albany. We've been. We're going to Albany. Oh, today we're in Macon. So here's the Macon press release. Press release. There's our chicken truck. That's what it looks like. Chick Fil A is where we're going today. First stop, Chick Fil A at noon. I'll be going there to change some hearts and minds. I'm pretty excited about that. So we're going to uh, the Vexatious Vehicle, called the Vexatious Vehicle. We'll make a stop at Chick-fil-A um, before moving on. Confront Macon Diners at Sharks Fish and Chicken Chicago style. Janine's at Pine Brook Fried Green Tomatoes. Biddy's and Fran Cars Buffalo Wings. Those are the places I'll be going today. If you'd like to meet me, you could see me at any of those places. Take a picture with my truck. Let me know what's going on with you. Um, so that's what we did. We drove up to a Chick-fil-A yesterday, and the owner came out. I was like, are you here for good reason? Uh, I said, yeah, I'm here for good reason. I'm here for a great reason. Are you here to buy something? Uh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not going to buy anything. Are you here just to park your truck under the Chick-fil-A sign so your billboard's underneath the Chick-fil-A sign? Uh, yeah, 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 I am. <laughs> well, I don't want you here. Well, we're not going to be here long. You know? <laughs> and so I said, so I said, oh, my, my supervisor, I'll call my supervisor. I don't have a supervisor to call. It's not true. So anyway, um, he called the cops. Uh, the sheriff roll up. And the sheriff are like, well, this is private property, but it is an easement, and it is a parking lot. It's public space and private property, and the First Amendment rights do extend to their dear ba der because they're all from Georgia. You know, I was in uh, what, what town? Augusta, Georgia, home of the Augusta Mage Masters. The Masters. You ever wonder why they call the golf tournament in the South the Masters? You ever wonder that? You ever wonder? The Masters? Does that seem like the South shouldn't be having anything with the word master in it? Anyway, so his name was John. He didn't like me at all. So we ended up um, talking to the sheriff. The sheriff were like, well, you know, got a ding here. A derp a derp a derp a ding dang do a ding da doo ba doodle. Don't ding doodle with the did ding der ding ding deer ba ding ding deer. And I went, okay, well, mm, give me a second. But you guys are, have blocked me in. There's nothing I can do. You blocked me in. What do you want me to do? I can't leave because you're because you. I had three squad cars around me. And then one big fat, the big fat one goes, can't you go and move around here? Get that dang, 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 squad car out of the way. And so the other one did. And I was able to leave. And so that was, that was good that we went to all the different uh, other chicken restaurants. There are many in this, uh, in, in Augusta, Georgia. We went to chicken salad chick. Who names a restaurant chicken salad chick? And then I found out about a new 
restaurant called Zaxby's. Have you ever heard of a Zaxby's? Their logo looks like Foghorn Leghorn. And I found out that lots of young people don't know what Foghorn Leghorn is. Do you guys know who Foghorn Leghorn is? I say, I say now, boy, I'm a chicken, not a rooster. I'm a rooster, not a chicken. What are you going to do? Hello, Vegan D. Hey, Gary, how you been? I thought he was naked. You thought I was naked? Oh, because I had the Peter two, the pink Peter two shirt. I'm sorry, you funny little boy. I'm not naked. Don't worry, Sky. Give me a chance to catch up on all the lives I missed. Thank you, Josh Banks. Still love me. Thank you so much, Benji. Thank you. I still love you too. <laughs> Feel like an old man? Shut up. Trapped in the meat. Shut up, you. You shut up. You shut up. Um, LOL, JK. I'm sorry, retirement isn't going well, Sky. <laughs> retirement, oh my God. I don't know how people retire. Like they just figured it all out and saved all their money and now they can just live without working. Like, what are you talking about? How do people do that shit? I'm never gonna be able to do that. I'll be working till the day I die. I was definitely the coffee. It's dangerous. I knew it and I told you. Oh man. Coffee. I'm at an avid hotel. Avid. When you want a hotel filled with cheerleaders, I have. I think when I walked into the hotel yesterday, there were like sixty-five to hundred cheerleaders in the lobby getting assigned their rooms. The whole hotel is filled with cheerleaders. I think they're like in the ninth grade. Don't get excited. And uh, well, they all seem extremely young, and they're all like, "I'm from the country. How 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 we don't have we don't have Chick Fil A where I live." And so they all were ordering Chick-fil-A with DoorDash, but they never used DoorDash before. They're like, I don't have the DoorDash. I can hear them talking, you know. I don't have the DoorDash app. I never, we don't even have these apps where I live. I live in the country. Yeah. <laughs> A recent paper is published in 42069, carefully examines multiple cross-sectional cohort studies, came to the conclusion that this is, in fact, a channel for vegans. Can't argue with science. Thank you for looking up that article. I paid them a lot of money to write it. <laughs> I funded the study. That's why I'm broke. Greetings from Galway. Thank you so much for being here. Derp, derp. Let me see. Then it's good you're not going doing dance videos. Then that foot would be a problem. It's good that I'm not doing dance videos, yes. Um, my foot is effect. Yesterday, I did the worst thing I've done in a hotel since I've been staying in hotels. I used the um, bell cart to get my bags to the uh, to the truck, and then I just was in so much pain. I went, "This bell cart staying in the parking lot," <laughs> and so I left the bell cart there. And I felt so bad about it, but I, I there's nothing I can do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the to the service the service police. You know, I've been in the service industry for so long. I have service industry guilt from forever. And still I'm like, no, this, I can't bring back this thing. There's no way I can do it. Cheerleaders, how horrible. Yeah, totally. Give me a V, give me an E. Go vegan. So I don't know. So what, what I really like doing at these hotels, they have, um, they usually have, like Buffalo Wild Wings or some kind of restaurant that has, they have the menus in the hotels. And so I'll look both and I'll stick my meat is murder sticker in the menu. <laughs> I'll, I love doing that. 
I love it. Or if there's a Bible, this 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 one doesn't have this hotel doesn't have a Bible. But if it did, that Bible would have a meat is murder sticker with a dead chicken on it right in the front page. I really like doing that because I'm a I'm a I'm a subversive fellow. Um, Ingrid Newkirk apparently she thinks she thinks it's a good idea to take vegan starter kits and put them in the pouch in front of you at on airplanes. And I can't wait. Next time I use an airplane, I'm gonna totally do that. I'm like I'm waiting now. I can't wait to do that. Now I have so many vegan starter kits. I can't wait to put as many out there as I possibly can. So I'm excited about that. Meanwhile, did you guys know it's National Crossword Day? <laughs> it's National Pretend to Be a Time Traveler Day. What the hell is wrong with people? How is this a how is it National Pretend to Be a Time Traveler Day? Are you are you joking me? Are you are you joking that this is actually a thing? Pretend to be a time traveler encourages us to step from our TARDIS or flip open our Omni while wearing clothes. Omni? You mean the DeLorean? What do you mean, Omni? At the same time, we should act appropriately confused by certain technology. Oh. Okay. Computer. Hello, computer. If you ever seen Star Trek Four, you'd think that was hilarious. Computer. Oh, he did it with a mouse. Computer. Hello, computer. <laughs> Time travel has captured our imagination for generations. It sure certainly has. Doctor Who, Quantum Leap, Outlanders, Voyager, The Time Tunnel, True Calling, Continuum, 112260. Don't know what that is. Fringe. Maybe this is why we were saying... That was that study in 1969 about this being a channel for vegans. That's a time traveler joke, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That was a good one. This is indeed a channel for vegans. So I'm glad that that study came out in 1969. We were already on pretend like a pretend like if a pretend like you're a time traveler day. Great, we're already well on our way. Buffalo Wild Wings, more like butthole wild wings. Am I right? You're absolutely right. Thank you, fellow time travelers. What's your favorite time travel movie? I like, you know, I always like Doctor Who, but you know what? Doctor Who should totally be vegan. And sometimes Doctor Who, well, actually all the time, Doctor Who talks like a vegan. So why? It, but they keep on making him eat like fish sticks and custard or doing stupid like his favorite foods. They never show him eating them, but they like talk about them. But then he'll be like... Every animal is important because we can talk to animals and they can understand us. And, and it's so important to understand each other and not hurt each other. And it's, it's bizarre that Doctor Who doesn't just come out and, and be vegan. Doctor Who needs to come out as a vegan right away. Sneaky. I am sneaky. I'll sneak up behind a buffalo wild wings and I'll be like, hello. I love being in a, the TARDIS. I love it's bigger on the inside. Everyone likes the TARDIS, right? It's bigger on the inside. You like the TARDIS, but it should be it should be a vegan. You know, even that the, the TARDIS is alive, right? If Vulcans can eat fish sticks, so can Doctor Who. <clears throat> exactly. They need to put that into canon because. They keep on doing shit with Vulcans where like Vulcans are eating Neelix's food or whatever. It's ridiculous. You're absolutely right. It goes against canon, which is why that's annoying. Time travel movies are the, mo are the are movies that exist. 
<laughs> they have actors who were written, produced, and directed by other people. That's true. That's true. Today I watched a video by Plant Based News. I I, I want to do a reaction to it, but um, it had vegan gains in it. As I guess you, they were making a video about a video that was saying like the most world's most psychotic vegans, and it was about vegan gains and that vegan teacher. And I don't think either of those people are psychotic, by the way. Um, you know, Richard makes content that sometimes is like over the top, but I do my rants and stuff like that too. That doesn't mean like that's who I am, you know, like it's so ridiculous. The most psychotic vegans, as if vegans are the ones that are psychotic. The psychotic ones are the ones defending animal abuse. That is, that is. Yep, Neelix, Vulcan's vegetarians. <laughs> Fucking Neelix. Yeah. Paul Campbell, I feel there's an empty space without him in this world anymore. Who are you talking about, Paul Campbell? Oh my God, yeah, Zephar. Yeah, Zephania. Benjamin Zephania died. Yeah, that was, um, I saw that this morning. It was such a bummer. You met him in person. Would have loved to have interviewed him. He had a larger-than-life personality and was a huge influence in normalizing veganism. You're totally right. I'm guessing that's not on my... Uh, no, that's not on my Who Died Today. Benjamin Zephania is not on there. Possibly because John Lennon died today, guys. But um, died the same day as John Lennon. So happy to feel safe here this morning after being almost drowned in a tsunami of anti-vegan idiocy and hate on a TT Live last night. A TikTok Live is the is the, I mean it's funny I was telling somebody last night that like TikTok Live I'll make more money on a TikTok Live than I make on a YouTube Live every time. Like people will pay me to sit there and deal with. I always make a couple bucks on every TikTok. I've made up to like 50 bucks on TikTok when I do the puppet stuff. And still, I don't want to do it because it's like fucking toxic. It's just just so because when you do start making money on TikTok, then they start showing more and more your TikTok to more and more people. And then you've got like three or five thousand people in the in the live with you. And you're like, Okay, well, these people are horrible now. Like, and I can't even interact with anybody because it's like so much, so so much info coming at you, so many comments. You can't even get there. So, so it's just if that's not enough to make you psychotic, I don't know what is. Joe's point at one point in the video that non-vegans are more closely related to the definition of psychotic. Yeah, Joe was really cool the way he made that um plant-based news video about how how they'll, they'll compare vegans to being psychotic because they hate vegans. Um, like the hatred toward vegans because of them. I, I really like the way he was showing the, the, the idea of activists versus status quo and that like activists have to try to shift opinion. And that's the whole point of activism. I really like that little graphic that he did because I think a lot of times when I'm telling people I want them to become active, they're they're like well i don't want to do that i don't want to go out and i don't know pour blood on a kfc okay then don't like don't do that then that's okay well i don't want to um i don't want to get naked and lie in the street don't don't do that 
activism is about trying to change the status quo and you can't do that by doing nothing. So do anything you can. Yeah, Joe Mama. Exactly. It's Joe, Joe who, Joe Mama. The guy for plant-based news, I don't know. I hardly know who – I don't really know who that guy is. He's an English guy. I don't know. I, it's hard for me with the English, you know. I only have a couple English friends at this point. I used to have a lot. I first heard about the TARDIS on Vegan Gains channel. He always mentioning it. <laughs> he always mentioned – he always tells people that they're a TARDIS. Shabari Monica Das. Skyjack Morgan has many more tuned in on his Vegan, of course, YouTube channel. Facebook Lives. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. There's a few people over there. Let's uh, find out. So it's, it is pretend to be a time traveler day, but it's also, let's see, it's also um, Bodhi Day. What is Bodhi Day? What is Bodhi Day? Bodhi Day sounds like a just a fun person's name. Bodhi Day. It's uh, the eight Buddhists celebrate the day that Siddhartha achieved enlightenment through meditation. The word Bodhi means awakening or enlightenment. Oh, I kind of like that. I, I meditated today. I think meditation's really important part of my life. December 8th. Well, I guess I've already observed. I've already observed Bodhi Day. Learn about the Buddhist religion? No, thank you. I'm, I'm done with that. Read about how these celebrities became Buddhists? Nah, I don't want to care. None of them are vegan. None of these people are vegan. How can you be Buddhist and not vegan? Exactly. You're not a real Buddhist. You're just some Johnny Come Lately. You're not. A, you're not the real deal. You're just a. You're just a someone who likes speaking gibberish because you don't even know the words coming out of your mouth. You're just you're repeating chants that don't mean anything to you because those words mean nothing to you. Buddhists have this. I'm reading Eisel Mazur's book, and he makes this point because he's a study. He's a student of Buddhism, and he says that. So many people, celebrities and shit, want to be Buddhist, and Buddhist monks will humor them, say, "Well, they want to do the they want to do the right thing for the wrong reason, but hopefully they do the right thing for the right reason." So we'll go ahead and teach them all of our chants and all of our mantras and all of our blah blah blahs and how to do this and that. And meanwhile, they, they don't even know they're learning how to chant. They don't know the words they're chanting. It's a lot like Christianity if you think that. Hallelujah. What does hallelujah mean, everybody? Do you even know what it means? Probably not. Taking the path of Zen. I, I do like this. I've read a lot about Zen Buddhism. Anyway, I, I like this idea of uh, this is the day that they ascended, that Buddha Siddhartha ascended to um, to the seventh realm of, no, I'm just joking, ascended to, transcended. He was enlightened, became enlightened on December 8th. I don't know why. They don't know what year it was. But in Japan, however, Bodhi Day follows the Gregorian calendar. This is thanks to Emperor Meiji, who began a westernization of Japan when he ruled. Bodhi Every year, Bodhi Day in Japan is celebrated December 8th. There you go. Mahayana Buddhists celebrate Bodhi Day on the 8th day of the 12th month of the lunar calendar, which means dates change from year to year. Who cares? It's all about observing the idea that meditation can bring you some kind of joy. And I think that's right. Do you meditate? I meditate. I think it's something that I cannot live without. I meditate every night before I go to bed. And I try to do it in the morning. And I don't always get a chance to. But I try to always at least take 10 minutes of every day and do nothing. Just concentrate on my breathing. Yeah. 
hallelujah means hallelujah. I mean, come on. What does amen mean? What does that mean? What does amen mean? We all say it at the end when we pray, you good Christian soldiers. What do you, what does it what does what does amen mean? Hmm. What do, what could it possibly mean? Does anybody know? We we say these words, but we don't know their we don't know their meanings. Kind of like uh, <laughs> the word like humane. We repeat them, but we don't know them. Today's word of the day is intrepid. You're an intrepid person because you're vegan. Intrepid, in, intrepidatious. I don't know. Don't be trepidatious. Being intrepid is part of. It's not just a car. There is a car called intrepid. Being intrepid is not just about. Um, you know, going boldly into the belly of the beast. Intrepid could also mean to challenge the status quo, to stand up against it, to agitate a little bit, to get a little bit under the, get in there. You know what I mean? Be intrepid is to stand up and be strong and brave. I really love that. Amen to me means I believe. Oh, okay. But I'm dumb. Hallelujah is to boast in God, praise Jah. Hmm. Opposite of a woman. Do I? Yes, I know these things. Of course I do. You think I just go out and start shooting shit? That's not the point. Intrepid. Intrepid means fearless, bold, and brave. Her college semester abroad sparked a series of intrepid travels around the world. Abroad sparked a series of intrepid travels around the world. There you go, intrepid travels. Vegans are by definition intrepid because they're challenging the status quo. They're saying to their parents that what what you taught me, mom and dad, we, I don't think it's the right thing. That's a big, that's an intrepid uh, stance. Fearless, bold, and brave. We all know the context. Um, bunker, super bug, unlikely group of friends embark on an intrepid mission to take down the wealthiest and most powerful people in the world did you know if you're going to name a ship whether an aircraft carrier or an interstellar starship you could do worse than the name intrepid but as both the united states military and star trek writers have done yep that's true but star trek they always use ships that were once used in in, in humanity you know yeah uh, and te technically, Intrepid is a class of star starships that include the Voyager. It's the Intrepid class. That's right. But you get the drift. Intrepid, after all, comes from the Latin word intrepidus. I love this writer. He, you know, this writer brings in Star Trek references to talk about different, different words. I mean, how cool is that? What a great writer this this person over at friggin' Webster's Dictionary are. Uh, the Intrepid Explorer, explorer who's someone who travels to places about which is very little known in order to discover what is there. Yeah, it's true. I just got here. Church talk? No, we're not doing church talk. I was just saying that every religion seems to teach its followers words, but doesn't teach them the meanings of those words. It tells them to repeat them over and over again. <coughs> if you think so. <coughs> How many people know what hallowed means? You know, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done earth as on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the spirit and the glory. What You know, like, I don't think that I knew what any of those words meant 
slammed together b before I memorized them. I memorized them first, and then I understood much later what they actually meant. Hail Mary, full of grace, blessed are thee amongst women and the fruit of thy womb, Jesus Christ. Pray for us sinners now and in the hour of our death. You know, it's like you don't know what any of these things mean, but you're taught to repeat them over and over and over again. Some of the words you just don't know the definitions of, but some of them you just don't understand the meaning of the con. You don't understand the context of those sentences you're saying. And it's even more. <laughs> obvious and painful when you talk about celebrities going into Buddhism and learning chants that they, in a foreign language, that they have zero idea what they mean. Now it's it's gone down, it's gone from, <laughs> at least you're speaking the language, right? But you drops it down to zero. And for years, uh, you know, the English would force people to become Christian and also to speak English. But, you know, what does English have to do with Jesus Christ? Absolutely nothing. But, you know, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think it's funny. Gibberish. Exactly. It's gibberish. It's gibberish. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's all. It's all gibberish because they're not giving you the context to tell you why you're doing it. You're just going to do it. You see what I'm saying? Did you know God's name is Art? I call him Artie. <laughs> I call him Artifice. I was wondering if Sky suddenly became an ordained minister. No, sir. <laughs> Ex-Catholics never forget the word. That's right. Ex-Catholics never forget all those chants dogmatically smacked into our heads. And you know... I think that that's something that's, you know, why, why veganism isn't a religion. We don't force you to memorize shit that doesn't mean anything, you know. Sometimes I'll come up with little, I'll find little factoids and I want to share them. But they're factoids. They're not just some random shit thrown together that no one knows what it means. Everyone knows God exclusively speaks American English. Yeah, that's why we put the funnels on the top of the churches. We put funnels on the top of the churches so that God can come from the sky and speak into the front like a megaphone. He talks like this right into our churches. We're the only ones that do that. If you look like other ones have the – no, ours are like a straight-up megaphone. That's how we do it. Our Father who art in heaven. You're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> Andy walks with me. Andy walks with me. Amen. <laughs> um, I mean, you guys all know that I'm an atheist. I have a very low opinion of other religions, but I've studied all of those religions because I, like most for a time, had was, was searching for some meaning until I found the work of Friedrich Nietzsche. Anyway. Intrepid, after all, comes from the Latin word intrepidus. It's self-informed by the combination of the prefix in, meaning not, and the adjective trepidus, meaning alarmed. When not designated sea or space vessels, intrepid aptly describes anyone from explorers to reporters. Oh, yeah, intrepid reporter Lois Lane. 
she she was pretty she was pretty hot, Lois Lane. You <laughs> I mean the comic book. I don't think any I don't think there was ever a great Lois Lane that really did that character justice, but whatever. Um uh, <laughs> That Bosworth, she did a pretty good job, but that wasn't the wasn't the best uh, Superman movie. Who ventures bravely into unknown territory, though often you'll see the word loaded with irony as an, an intrepid couch surfer endeavored to watch every installment of the beloved sci-fi series in chronological order. The beloved sci-fi series... I think I know who they're talking about. They're talking about me when Battlestar Galactica was still a hot topic. That was me. I was an intrepid couch surfer endeavoring to watch every installment of Battlestar Galactica. I don't know if you remember, but that was like during the last writer's strike. That was a big deal. That one. It was like, no, we're never going to see what happened to Kara Thrace's ovary. And then they never told us what happened to Kara Thrace's ovary. Carathrasis ovary was just stolen by the robots for no reason, apparently. And if you never watched Battlestar Galactica, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Intrepid word lovers may be interested to know of the existence of trepid, meaning fearful. It predates intrepid, but most are too trepid or simply unaware of its existence and use it. That's funny. Don't be so trepid. Mm, I like that. But I would never say, I would say like trepidatious uh isn't that funny i would say trepidatious instead of trepid but maybe i should change that what do you think intrepid trepid why not i think it's great intrepid is the word of the day i hope you're able to use it of course you are vegans because vegans are the only intrepid out there the only ones who can actually do it thank you for thank you for doing that don't forget to hit the like button if you like words as much as i do if you like words as much as i do please hit that like button don't forget to smash the like smash the like why do i always say that smash the like button and let's get to the content i never understood that for fuck's sake i was almost at that episode of battlestar 2 what episode the episode where they take her ovary it makes no sense that show made no sense it was mormon propaganda but you know what? Sometimes Mormon propaganda is pretty cool, you know? Space creatures came to Earth to give us the promised land. Why not? I love the idea that Mormons get a special planet. Mormons get a planet when they die? It's so cool. Man, Mormonism really is the most American religion. I don't know why they're... anyway. People don't like them, but I think they're I think they're pretty cool. I don't know if you think, I, I mean, I, as much as as far as a religion is concerned, pretty cool, you know. Testing, test it, hit that, smash that, smash it, hit that thumb button. Mormon propaganda with one hot blonde Cylon, though they did have a Victoria's Secret model as one of their hot Cylons. So you're right. Um, it was great. I loved it. I remember when it was coming out. I thought it was one of the greatest shows ever made, and uh, it 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 didn't it 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 didn't deliver though. It like they they failed to stick the landing mostly because of the writer strike. But like lots of shows, they couldn't recover from the writer strike. The Sopranos couldn't recover from the writer strike, but it was still a good show. 
It's a lying from praise the Lord. It is, it's a lying from praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. It's a World War II song. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. I, I like that. Um, praise the Lord and smash the, smash the an ammunition. I remember that. I remember that song. Praise the Lord. You know, it's funny. Um, I did a small chat book of poetry and uh, with a with with another person named Sarah Mumolo, it was a Mumolo and Morgan production, and it was like it was hand bound. Like we used to really sell, we I used to sell books, and um, and a lot of them were handmade uh, chat books with of poetry, and one of them was called "Praise the Lord and Pass the Ammunition," and that's so funny you say that. It really brought me back to college days. Damn, thank you, thank you, Lacey, thirteen thirty one. Is it Leal? Lacey Leal? Is that Leet speak? Lacey Leet? I don't know. 1337 would be Leet, right? I don't know. What am I doing? What am I doing with my life that I'm trying to like? Anyway, I did want to look at to see if there are any um, interesting interesting um, press releases coming out of PETA today. I really like to look at those in the morning. Like It doesn't say that I don't see, it won't let me go back. Let me see. Hell on Wheels. So we already talked about that one. That's the one that I'm involved with, but that's not really what I want to do. Okay. Pro animal license plate, perfect for the holiday car buyers. Protesting Santa's outside SeaWorld will mark 54th year since Corky's capture and confinement. Oh, geez. PETA blasts Iranian space agency's shameful animal testing. Donut kill the planet. <laughs> Protesters on stilts to pass out thousands of donuts in Times Square. Oh, I like this. Donut kill the planet. Let's see these. They're going to have people on stilts. COP28 protests. Pass out thousands of donuts on Times Square. I like that. Go to the Times Square on the... on. To today at noon, you'll get a free vegan donut, guys. You're gonna go to go to if you're in New York, go to Times Square at noon to get yourself a free vegan donut. What are you doing? Jeez Louise, that's in four hours, guys. Go there while well, supplies last. I'm gonna hand out thousands of them. Thousands of them. You should do it. I love old World War One and World War Two. You like the old World War One, World War Two stuff? Over there, over there. Send the word, say a prayer over there to tell I'm still covering my ears to avoid spoilers. Damn it. All right. Well, spoiler alert. Thousands. Look for the people on stilts over at Times Square today and you'll get some free donuts. That's pretty dope. I love that. Donut kill the planet. I love that. Um, <laughs> Hell on wheels. That's me again. Uh, ho, ho, ho. Santa's elves give away turkey free cutlets in Victoria for Christmas. Oh, you're in Canada? In Canada? That was yesterday. Santa's elves are coming to town. They're bringing vegan turkey. On Sunday, PETA supporters dressed by North Pole couture will head to Cook Street Village to give away free Gardein turkey cutlets. Goddamn. You can get v free vegan food all over the world now. V PETA's just handing out shit. Anyway, I saw this thing that said that... Um, that said that... What's his name? Elon Musk is now... What's he doing? He's uh, he's doing something horrible. Oh yeah, his he's moving on to to 
Oh shit, I'm running out of batteries. Oh my god. Oh my god, I might lose you. Beat, don't fail me now. Nice. Sorry about that. I'm in a new hotel and sometimes I forget one step. I forgot to plug in the laptop. Dang. Do don't run out of battery. I know we've got we've got some minutes left. We got 20 minutes left appreciate. I almost ran out of battery. Jeez Louise. Whew. Panic. Yeah, that was a panic run. Okay, we're in. Okay. Elon Musk is always doing something horrible like breathing and existing yeah but did you see the thing where like he is going to be um testing on humans it's unbelievable to me that he's going to be testing on humans and we're supposed to be like yeah that's okay uh you put you the, the doing the neural link you know he wants to test the neural link on humanity why do we want to have this where we're linking into our brains? I don't want that. Do you guys want that? I think it's wrong. Plus, I don't like the fact that he did it to animals. I don't like the fact that he's still doing it to animals. It's a piece of garbage. I will never put his neurochip. So, okay, I was listening to this thing with Ezra Klein yesterday. And Ezra Klein is like a uh, – he started Vox, right? And I was listening to thing about him. He's like, if you're on Twitter, you know – that Twitter is bad for you, that if you want to become more like Twitter, spend more time on Twitter. He said like the platforms define who you are. It's not the content of those platforms but the platforms themselves. And it was so interesting because, um, you know, the, the medium is the message. And he's saying that like, if you want to become more like Twitter, do it. And I had to start thinking, well, what is the medium that I would like to be more like? And I would be more like to be books and youtube i think books and youtube that's basically what i want youtube for information and entertainment and um books for information and entertainment and then you should consume those medium media and i thought that was fascinating because I've, I've heard medium is the message so many times but that is so like a it's such a bad quote and um ezra klein kind of contextualized it for me on a podcast called search engine that i've really been enjoying on the road and um, anyway, <laughs> he's, he, he mentioned Elon Musk. He's like, maybe, maybe Twitter used to be fun, but now and for a long time now, it's been evil. And it's run by an evil man doing evil things without any secrecy about it anymore. So what are you still doing on TikTok? Uh, fucking TikTok. I meant to say Twitter. Doing on Twitter. What are you still doing there? It makes no sense. He owns it now. There's no excuse anymore. There's no hope that it's going to get back to the way it used to be or any of that shit. It's over. The fun is over. Get off of Twitter. I'm like, that's exactly right. That's I haven't liked Twitter since Elon. I I, I, I loved Twitter until Trump got elected. And then I was off of Twitter. And then um, Trump left and I went back to Twitter. I was loving Twitter again. I, I was really enjoying it. And then Elon Musk bought Twitter and I was over it again. I couldn't do it. So there you go. Have you seen Joey Carbstrong's YouTube community post on the Israel war? No, I have not. Joey Carbstrong's YouTube. Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to go. I'm going to go there right now. Mm hmm. 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to Joey's Carb Strong's YouTube channel. Let me see. What are you talking about, Joey Carbstrong's? It... Okay. All right. I'm there. Hmm. All right, YouTube, Joey Carbstrong. What do we got? Finally, it's up at Joey Carbstrong. Isn't it uh, Joey Carbstrong? Isn't that his freaking at Joey Carbstrong? Let's go. There he is. I'm subscribed. Okay, that's good. I'm subscribed to Joey Carbstrong. Want me to really go to? Yes, testing on someone is a sin. Lacy one three three one. Thirteen thirty one. Joey Carbstrong. How are we doing, Joey? Where's his community post? Come on. So slow. This hotel internet is so damn slow. It kills me. It doesn't... I don't see... Oh. Nothing anyone says will ever justify this level of depravity. It's truly disgusting and beyond belief. Okay. October 7th was fucked up and indefensible, but I'm lost for words how anyone can support this mass murder of innocence as a response. I'm an activist for the animals because I believe in justice, and I know injustice when I see it. What is happening to the innocence of Gaza, the worst human atrocity of my lifetime? The government of Israel, the worst human atrocity of your lifetime? Yeah. How old is Joey? There's been a lot of atrocities. This is a bad one. You're right. I'm not trying to, to, to mitigate that at all. Yeah, it's been really bad. That's true. The government of Israel are cold, heartless psychopaths who remind me of the meat industry propagandists. But nothing I say will stop this shit. Just making it very clear for the record, I do not in any way support this psychopathic bombing campaign of civilians and children. This is not self-defense. This is a massacre. He chose a guy that looks like... Did he AI this? This looks like Joey Carstrong pulling a child from the wreckage. This is, um, I mean, he's right. This is something that I've been saying from the very beginning that uh, we shouldn't be, that both both sides are committing atrocities, that neither is, uh, is, is defensible. Standing with one or the other or picking a side does not work. It's a bad idea to try to pick a side and say that, oh, I want to be, I'm with this place. I'm with these guys or I'm with those guys. No, 
be against violence, be, be solution oriented, be against these ideas of that we need to kill the other guys. You're right. Um, the government of Israel are a bunch of fascists. I've been saying that for fucking, I don't know, 10 years, I think. Maybe more. Since since Benjamin Netanyahu, yeah, probably 10 or 15 years I've been saying that the government of Israel is a bunch of fascists. But you could say the same thing about the American government many, many times that we are a bunch of fascists. But they are kind of our brand of fascism. And uh, it's Benjamin Netanyahu is pretty goddamn evil. These ultra right wing Zionist freaks are um, they're horrible. There's nothing about that. But you know what? In Palestine, it's run by Hamas. So Hamas cuts the heads off of innocent gay people and women that get out of line. And I mean, it's just who whose side do you want to be on in that case? You have the fascists on one side and you have Hamas on the other side. Which ones do you want to which which side do you want to go on? Uh, the one who kills fewer people. OK, I mean, that doesn't really. That doesn't really tell you. Uh, this just means that one side has more money than the other. So you just hate the one that has more money, or do you hate the one that's nicer? That that are you, do you hate the one that has more money, or do you hate the one that is chops the heads off of gay people? Like, okay, I, I hate the ones that have money, but they don't chop the heads off of gay people. In fact, it's totally legal to be gay, and everything's great, and they have Arabs in pal in their parliament. Or do you hate the ones that are being massacred in the streets? uh because of because of this idiotic retaliation and uh you know what i mean like you're, you're there's no way out and picking sides is exactly the problem in american politics and americanizing this problem is so stupid and so arrogant to um, americanize the problem in the middle east is the whole fucking problem in the first place. It's, it's it's one of the major issues that what we've done in that region is westernize the problem. And now it's this side or that side. And that's not the way problems get solved. That's it. Well, it's either kill all the Jews and have Palestine or kill all the Palestinians and have Israel. That's a bad choice. That's a stupid thing to say, but that's what most people are saying right now. Whether the, whether or not they know it or like it, that's most of the, what they're saying. Joey has chosen to say something that I think is quite profound. This massacre is indefensible. The people doing it are evil, and the government of Israel is evil. Fine, that's true. You could say the same thing about October 6th. I think he kind of did. The people who are running Palestine are evil. They This, this, this aggression is indefensible, and um, we need to stop. We need to stop violence and we need to be solution oriented in the real fucking world. The real world being the one where Israel and Palestine both exist peacefully somehow. How do we get there? That should be the only thing on anyone's goddamn mind and on anyone's goddamn mouth. How do we get to a world where Israel and Palestine both exist and that they can live peacefully? That's it. And that's if anyone says something otherwise that they should be the enemy every every uh muslim islamic any islamic country that says no we need to kill all the jews like iran or any so many saudi arabia so many is islamic countries will say the opposite no we have to kill all the jews and get rid of israel well no we need to have both countries and they need to be living peacefully because um that's it 
$800 million of taxpayers' money to Penn State University to test on animals. Is that what happened? I think Joey was meant, but should probably just stick to veganism. Totally right. I totally agree. Stick to veganism. The side of civilians and animals. <laughs> uh, stop killing Jews. Good point. Stop doing it. Very disappointing post from Joey. You think it's disappointing, but I just think it's like, it's, to me... If you're if you're picking a side, you're wrong. <laughs> Worse than the massacre of a trillion souls. Yeah, true. The worst the worst massacre is animals. You're absolutely right, Brad McDonald. Thank you for bringing the animals up on this vegan website, on this vegan post, on this channel for vegans. I think PETA sponsors certain activism events like that. Right? They paid for me and a small group of activists to pass out vegan ice cream. Yeah, they do it all the time. All the time. Joey's not smart. Oh, Joey's Joey's carb strong. He's he's getting better every every year. He gets better. Israel has nukes. It can genocide, but has restraint. Again, we have nukes. Does that mean we have restraint? America has shown zero restraint, except that we haven't nuked anyone since eight since nineteen forty five. So, like, if that's the restraint i mean that's not much of that's not much restraint because america has shown very little restraint we can nuke people too but we still get in wars that take 20 years to finally get out of like um like afghanistan we go to war for 20 years in afghanistan and we showed restraint we were at war for 20 years how is that restraint like well we didn't nuke them if that's the fucking bar if that's the bar we killed thousands of civilians thousands and in 20 years can you imagine how many thousands of civilians america slaughtered how many thousands of civilians we slaughtered in the 10 years of vietnam 10-year war in vietnam we we don't call our wars by the years it took to fight them like they do in other places or have throughout antiquity we do we we, we call them by the countries that we're in for as long as we are the afghan like <laughs> The war in Afghanistan, the occupation of Afghanistan. We were there for 20 years and then left a mess. And we all, they, and I remember when it was happening in 2002 when we went over there. So in 2002, when we were starting to go over to Afghanistan, the same thing was said well, if we wanted to, we could blow them all away with our nukes. Uh, we're just going to go over there and, and change things, get rid of the Taliban and make things better for them with our compassion because Americans are so compassionate. We're going to go over there, show restraint. And everyone was saying, because the Russians tried the same thing, was saying that in Afghanistan, when it's over, you're going to leave. The Taliban will come back. And guess what? It'll be the same as it was when you got here. And guess what happened? Guess what happened? Do I think WW3 is a real threat? I think WW3 is definitely a real threat. Yes, I've said that since we went since Ukraine and Russia started. I've been saying wait till Americans get involved for real. And then shit started popping off in the Middle East. And now I'm thinking if we don't start talking about peace instead of war, then we're fucked. I thought the same thing when you people picking a side between the Russians and the Ukrainians. People were like, well, Sky, don't you know that Ukrainians have fascists? We have fascists. We have people that wave the swastika and with pride. 
And so does that mean the 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 Ukrainians should be attacked? Well, you got to pick a side. Fine, I picked the Ukrainians. No, don't pick sides. Don't pick sides. Talk peace. I'm on the side of peace. I'm on the side of peaceful negotiations to avoid bloodshed and violence. That's what I'm for. This aggression will not stand, man. Don't pick sides. Pick your friend's nose. You can pick your side on a war, but you can't pick your war's side in your nose. What? Yeah, something like that. Maybe do not know where Yugoslavia. Maybe not know where Yugoslavia was. <laughs> I will not hate an entire USA population because of it. Thank you, B. Jokic. That's you can't hate the entire population because you can't hate all Israel's Israelis because Benjamin Netanyahu is a fascist piece of shit. Like that's that's the argument, right? The actual evil is human supremacy, religion, and Hamas. When it comes down to it. Fair enough. Hamas is definitely particularly Hamas is particularly a sinister force in the world. But th what the problem is, the other Islamic countries are using Hamas as a pawn in a game to hurt Jews, to hurt America. And it's fucking so obvious. And yet people are still like, oh, well, Hamas isn't the Hamas. Who funds Hamas? Who gives money to Hamas? Who gives money to Hamas, do you think? Who, who do you think gives money to Hamas? How do, you, well, how do you think they're funded? And if they're so well funded, why do you think people still get their... How do, how do people in Palestine still get their water and electricity shut off? How does that happen if they're so well funded by their Islamic brothers? Why? When the AI Joe, when the AI Joe Biden draft video came out, everyone shit their pants, I know. That's good. That's really scary. Pick the sides of democracy, Sky. I'll always pick democracy over Islamic Republic. Well, I will say that if you have to pick a side, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to pick a side publicly. You know how I feel about at the end of the day, you can be Arab and still be in the parliament of Israel. You can be, you can be gay or a woman and be in parliament in Israel. If you were a Jew, do you think you'll be on the parliament of pa Palestine? If you were a gay woman or a woman or a gay man, do you think you could be on, in parliament in Palestine? Whose side are you on? Guess what? It's too complicated to pick a side because everything sucks. Pick peace. There's no profit in peace. Well, I'm still on the side of profit. I'm still on the side of peace. I mean, I'm still on the side of profit. I'm a prophet for peace. Peace is the prophet. It's a democracy. You're right, but peace begins on our plates. Thank you. Yes, peace begins on our plates. We don't respect ourselves. We will never respect animals. Democracy equals violence and oppression. I'm trying not to be political, but you guys, someone, someone put the thing about Joey Carbstrong. It's so like it's such a like Joey Carbstrong gets emotionally puts that stuff on there but it's like this isn't something to get emotional about right now if you want to be a person who wants to make a comment about this if you, you want to make a comment about this then you better know what the words you're saying mean like a lot of people will learn the chant from the river to the sea palestine will be free 
not knowing the fact that what that means is kill all the Jews and only Palestine exists now. Is that what you want? Well, no, I didn't mean it that way. Well, then why are you saying those words? Well, I didn't know it meant that. That's not what it means to me. But that's what that means. That's what those words mean. But that's not what I meant. Well, then why are you having opinion if you don't know what the words mean? Keep your opinion to yourself. The internet has fooled you into believing that everyone needs to know your opinion. The truth is your opinion is invalid because you probably don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I myself have studied this for years and still feel under fucking <laughs> undereducated and underqualified to say anything about it. And that's why I say pick the side of peace. That's the only side you can choose because that's the one that keeps children from being murdered. Pick the side of peace. God damn it. Profit for peace, PFP. There's a vegan church, Brad. It's the church of Leguminati of the corn. Thank you. If a vegan wants to comment on war, any war, then they should be just be pointing out that there are thousands of animals dying by those bombs and no one is talking about them. Good point, Trapped in the Matrix. A very good point. Now, of course, veganism is about not using animals, but you're right. There's a collateral damage happening about all these petists by all these animals who – and how about this? During, during times of war, guess who gets uh, murdered more frequently? cows because they want to feed their armies lots of beef and lots of and lots of milk because that's what keeps a that's what keeps an army strong and so they get them they kill all the cows to try to get get them into MREs so they can feed their uh feed their troops a lot of that happens and linguistic expert in arabic will tell you it's completely gibberish sounding due to incomplete senses I've learned a lot about the Quran, and guess what? I'm not going to share my opinion, but I think that all religions are cancer, not just one, just the latest cancer to join the cancer club. VSS is great, but we can't share the energy of the room in the same way. The animals need to be the First Amendment, too. That's You know what? You're right. They do. Non-human peoples are the most forgotten victims in any conflict and or natural disaster joey's post was very political i.e not much substance there wasn't much substance because it's just like this is bad and it's like yeah okay joey thank you that it's bad but like what are we doing about it we have to be solution oriented if we're not going to be solution oriented we shut the fuck up that's it if you if you can't offer a solution an idea then shut the fuck up or just say i'm against violence because here's the other thing my only my only suggestion is that we go back to getting at tables and talking. America needs to re-earn its place on the planet as uh, arbiter, as a uh, mediator, and get people to sit at the table with us. That's what the United States used to be good at. You know, we used to be good at because we we claimed the high ground. Sometimes we took the high ground, but we always claimed it. We're not like those torturers out there. We're not the bad guys. We're the good guys. Come sit down with America. Uh, Yasser Arafat, come sit down and we'll talk this out for a little while. Maybe we'll buy ourselves 10 more years of peace. What do you say? But now, because of the likes of Donald J. Trump, we've lost all of respect. We've, we've squandered everything that America used to stand for. And 
And I think there's still an opportunity. We might get it back if we can elect someone who's under a hundred and maybe we could like get, get that back to being forward thinking democratic people who want peace and goodwill in the world, even though that's always been kind of questionable, but America used to occupy that place to be the, be the guys that bring people to the table. So, Step one, America needs to re-earn its goodwill on the planet. Step two, bring warring parties to the table so that we can do what? Step three, profit. Because what happens is when you have people come to the table, you start talking business. And business means people stop killing each other. Because when both sides are making money, like in the case of Japan and America or Germany and the rest of the, of, of the world, when Germany's just making money and just building shit, guess what? They're no one, they don't feel like killing anybody. It's weird how that works. It's weird how when they're when when the French were beating them in the street and demanding war reparations for World War One, that um, guess what? World War Two happened really quickly. Oh, strange. But when you make your friends rich and you do business with them, all of a sudden you don't want to kill them anymore. Isn't that weird? Saudi Arabia, they can't think of a country less like America, and yet they're our friends. We love them. We love them. Oh, they're Islamic, and uh, they're so different from us. And yeah, they chop people's heads off during uh, in soccer match games. They chop people's heads off in soccer stadiums. You know, nah, that women can't drive until like fucking five years ago or something. Yeah, but but we do business, and now we don't. And we no one could ever imagine a war with Saudi Arabia. There's a reason why we can't imagine a war with Saudi Arabia. There you go. Damn it, we got lost with that bullshit. I wish I never knew that Joey Carbstron wrote that stupid fucking post now. I got lost and now I didn't get to talk about today in history. And we're not even going to do it now. But Japan and U.S. enter the World War II in 1941. Declare war in Japan. And U.S. gets involved. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself says Franklin Delano Roosevelt. The day will live in a day of infamy, December 8th. If you don't know, yesterday in history was when Pearl Harbor happened. When I was a kid, I met a guy who was at Pearl Harbor. He came to my school and he talked about it. And he had a little bag with money in it. And the money was burnt to shit because it was all, because when he came up, when he got out of the water after his ship was sank, he gets out and the water's on fire. And I remember as a child thinking, how does water catch fire? How is that even possible that water catches fire? And he said, there was so much oil in the water, there was more oil than water. So I was swimming in fire. Wow. I couldn't imagine this old guy was telling me what happened at Pearl Harbor on December 7th, 1941. And I'll never forget it. California, that's a big important day because we almost lost everything. Because if Japan had had enough gasoline, they didn't bring enough. They thought they were going to attack us at Pearl Harbor and America was going to shut the fuck up. That's not what happened. They came and America had to stand up. But we almost, if they had kept going, if they had been a little bit different and had enough gasoline to come to the West Coast, they could have taken America. They could have destroyed California. We weren't ready. And so, yeah, so in California, we had to learn a lot about um, Pearl Harbor. And I met throughout my life people who were there 
the day after Pearl Harbor, we end up going to war with Japan and Germany. What are you going to do? I don't know what numquats are, but I feel like life desperately needs more of whatever the opposite of that is. <laughs> I think you're right. They killed people because they lost a football game. Yep. 82 years ago today, 1941. That's right. And today, America got into the war. That's all it takes is one little stupid thing to happen, and you get a war. If you ask me war three is is uh still gonna happen i think it will because no one's talking everyone's tribalist right now i'm on this side i'm on that side those sides don't matter when your children are dying just those sides won't matter when your children are dying not at all u.s and ussr signed treaty to prohibit nuclear weapons in outer space and thank god because what would happen is they try to bring those nuclear weapons to outer space and they'd end up detonating in our atmosphere because they're idiots. They keep on losing ships and stuff. So thank God they didn't put nuclear weapons in outer space. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Deer Hunter came out today. All right. Birthdays. Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. The cotton gin was a, was a device that could pick cotton so quickly. And it. a lot of people think that well, that it, maybe uh, it was the beginning of the end for of, of slavery when that happened. But, you know, whatever. Uh, Eli Whitney, he uh, invented the cotton gin, and he could do the work of 10 men with one machine. Diego Rivera is one of my favorite artists. He was a true communist who um, designed and uh, painted murals. He was also married to Frida Kahlo, who's probably the most recognized face of Mexico. Everywhere you go in Mexico, you buy pictures of Frida Kahlo. I don't doesn't matter where you are. They love Frida Kahlo in Mexico. She's more popular than the Virgin of Guadalupe. A lot of people don't even know who she is. Just another couple words that we learn to repeat as if we know what they mean. But there Diego Rivera was married to her. He was also a friend of Trotsky. Trotsky was killed during his wedding, I don't know. Diego Rivera, he was kind of a piece of shit, though. <laughs> he was, he was a pretty, he was a pretty kind of a dirtbag. Like cheated on his wife with her sister, and like did all sorts of horrible shit. But he was an incredible painter and revolutionized what it is to be a muralist. Changed the world in that way, a world of art. Pretty incredible. It's Sammy Davis Jr.'s birthday, and Sammy Davis Jr. was always my favorite of the Rat Pack. I was there when Sammy Davis Jr. became finally got a street named after him in Las Vegas. They gave him part of Industrial, which is um, one of the shittier streets in, in Las Vegas, but he got that. Part of Industrial, where all the strip clubs are, Sammy Davis Jr. Boulevard. So there's that. <laughs> the reason why America imports all their STEM and CEO professionals from other countries is because American education system is hardly focuses on education. Mm, I don't think that's right, but okay. If you think so, alpha sophist. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's uh, when you say American education, what do you mean? Do you mean our 
high school? Like, do you mean, what do you mean? Because I'll tell you what, uh, Alabama education is different from California education and California education is different from New York education and New York education is different from Texas education. So I don't know what you mean by American education system. Like, I, I love it when these statistics come out, they're like, well, America's number 35 in these countries when it comes to STEM. I'm always like, well, America, what are you talking about? Like Mississippi is Mississippi in there. That's fucking up our average for sure. Like, how do you, how do you rank American education? That's like ranking all of Europe or all of, I don't know, Asia, Asian education. It's like, what are you talking about? Does the, did you think someone in Hong Kong gets the same education as someone from Lipai? I don't fucking think so. <laughs> they don't get like someone living out like on the tea fields picking tea from the age of four years old is not getting the same education as someone who's living in Beijing. So, I mean, like, it's it's just, it's so ridiculous to me. America has to import lots of our STEM because we are industrious. We have industry here and we have money, but we don't have necessarily all of that manpower because a lot of us, there's just, a lot of us just aren't learning that stuff. So we have to, we have the luxury of importing that human resource from other countries. By the way, most of those people that were importing, by the way, importing, um, were educated in America. That's another reason why the American, uh, you know, post-secondary education, university education is still considered one of the best, is the best, I think. I think our, our post-secondary is still the best. I mean, who competes with Harvard, Pepperdine, Princeton, Berkeley, Stanford, MIT. Who, I mean, who competes with that? Like that many? Nobody. Californication is different from California. California education is true. Most countries have nationalized education syllabus and standards to keep the level playing field. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't have that. We have a bunch of nation states that have have been bound together by a loosely um, <laughs> by a shitty document that was written three almost two hundred and fifty years ago. So yeah, it's it's not the same thing. Our our constitution vaguely holds us together, but we're not the same. We're not the same. Nationalized education syllabus, like in Germany is way different than something. Germany's the size of like a quarter of California. It's like Germany's maybe a third of the size of California, something like that. It's just not the same thing. Oxford, Cambridge, Imperial. Yeah, there's Oxford, Cambridge. I mean, per capita, England is definitely pretty forward when it comes to that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Are my thumbnails AI generated most of the time? Yes. Usually. Where does the new, North, where does North edu Korean education system fall? Exactly. It's just, it's a problem for me when people start comparing America to Germany. It's like, that's not a fair comparison. It's like, you need to be comparing, it, if Germany is the third richest country in the world, then you need to start comparing uh, it to New York, <laughs> New York and Germany, New York state and Germany, I think are probably more fair to compare to one another 
than America and Germany or Japan and I don't know, uh, Washington State. You know, not maybe by land mass, but by like their industries and their um, like their types of industries and their populations, I think are probably pretty similar. Don't quote me, I guess, because I haven't done any research, but like it seems that I've been to I've been to both places, Washington, coastal Washington and Japan have more in common than you'd think. <laughs> it's Sinead O'Connor's birthday. I really miss her. She was one of the greats. Jim Morrison. Very cool. Nicki Minaj, 41. Nicki Minaj. Wow. I thought she was younger. Maximilian Shell. Don't know who that is. But Kim Basinger is 70 years old today. Unbelievable. Judgment in Nuremberg Pedestrian and the Man in the Glass Booth. Huh. Maximilian Shell. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Kim Basinger's birthday today, 70 years old. Today, I just died. John Lennon. And John Glenn. And Juice World. There you go. All died today. I hope you guys have a better day than John Lennon and John Glenn. Thank you. Sorry about the uh, internet today. I'm happy to be back. My foot feels a lot better now that I'm pumped full of ibuprofen and Tylenol. Acetaminophen, because I didn't buy that. I don't pay for that word, Tylenol. But good thing I haven't been drinking, because, you know, if you're drinking a lot, if you're a daily drinker and you also dr you mix in ibuprofen and Tylenol, those two things don't go well together. So I haven't been drinking at all for a while now. And... Um, yeah, I feel pretty good, and I feel pretty confident that I'm not going to have my liver dissolve in my sleep because I took some acetaminophen. There you go. Yeah. All right. Oh, you think that they're overfunded? American institutions, universities are overfunded, yet have high tuition fees. Uh, don't get me started about, yeah. I mean, our, in, our institutions are um, flawed. Our system, our system sucks, bro. Alpha sophist. You're absolutely right. Who was the best U.S. president? Hmm. Well, what do you mean by that? Best, like the one who accomplished the most, the or the best person who ever held the office? Because I think the best, the best person who ever held the office was probably Jimmy Carter. I think the best, the person who accomplished the most. Woo! I don't want to say. I don't want to say who's in my mind about the person that had the most things happen. Because you could even think of someone like LBJ who signed the Civil Rights Act into law, but he also perpetuated an unjust war in Vietnam. It's horrible. 
Do you elevate your foot at all? Yes, I sleep with it right now with uh, with um, pillows under it. And I also am having it, it's right here right now. I'm, I'm in a weird akimbo state because I don't want my foot um, underneath me. So it's, it's elevated right now, actually. I'd argue that Cuba has the best education system. Interesting, Brad McDonald. Best education system. You think that they invest enough in STEM? I don't know. But Lee, uh, Lacey Lee, who do you think is the best? Who do you think is the best? Who do you think the best one is? I mean, I think Jimmy Carter was probably the best person who held the office. That doesn't mean he was the best president. He barely got shit done. But um, Nixon was probably the worst person to ever hold the office. Probably the worst human. Well, Andrew Jackson was probably the worst human. But um, Nixon was pretty bad. But he accomplished so much. He opened China. He created a world where innovation was, was rampant. And he ended the Vietnam War. And he... He did so many incredible things, but he was a really bad, creepy dude. Really horrible guy. Like a fucking psychopath. But look at all the shit he did. But his favorite writer was Tolstoy. And he would read Tolstoy. Nixon. Isn't that crazy? Um, Barack Obama was one of the greatest presidents we ever had. But he also spoke against gay marriage for the first for his first season his first uh his first term and then changed his mind which is okay that's pretty cool but then he he, he pussyfooted around so long trying to get unanimity and it's just so stupid like he he just he fumbled at the one yard line so many times and created a world where where Donald Trump was inevitable that's what he did. So Barack Obama. Yeah, I mean, how do you take who is the best US president? FDR, I guess. FDR. Everyone loves FDR. That's a safe bet, right? Is FDR a safe bet? FDR is a safe bet. FDR is the best US president. <laughs> Probably the most vanilla, the most vanilla answer. There you go. Wasn't Jimmy the least violent? Jimmy tried to accomplish things through um, diplomacy and espionage. So, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Obama did blow. That's all I know. I learned that one from um, one of these live streams. <laughs> yeah, Obama has uh, problems. What are you going to do, man? Trump doesn't take the top spot. I think um, Trump is probably the worst Actually, you know what? Trump is even the worst. Andrew Jackson was our worst president. Trail of tears. I mean, he displaced the Cherokee. Like, fucking Christ. He's definitely, by far, the worst president has to be, has to be Andrew Jackson, who I think was 12th or 14th president. And then I would say followed very closely. Ulysses S. Grant was one of our worst presidents. And both of these are on the money. Ulysses on the 50 and uh, Andrew is on the is on the 20. So explain how that happened. Andrew Jackson is like by far the worst president, I think. 
I think so. I'm not even talking. What about Truman? Honest Abe was the best. Honest Abe suspended habeas corpus. Honest Abe, uh, <laughs> Honest Abe wasn't against slavery. He said he'd he'd keep every single slave a slave as long as he can keep the union together. Honest Abe, uh, yeah, Honest Abe, he's the best. There you go. He's pretty safe though. You know, he's he's kind of a tyrant, but um, but Honest Abe, at least he was smart. Honest Abe was a good president. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, FDR. I'm gonna say an FDR just to make everyone. Wilson is clearly the running for worse. Woodrow Wilson. He started the League of Nations. At least at the end of World War One, a, a war that he he was really reluctant to get into. He tried to start a League of Nations. So worst. I don't know. Woodrow Wilson. I couldn't say is the worst. He's pretty bad. It wasn't like nowhere near Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson by far. <laughs> Henry Kissinger was never president. Of course, he was not a U. He wasn't born in America and could never be president. One good thing about Henry Kissinger is that is that he could never be president. The second good thing is that he's dead now. Henry Kissinger, what a piece of shit. He's dead now, though, so you can be happy about that. Obama and JFK had the most charisma. They did. They did. Obama and JFK are like the most like normal presidents, I think. But I guess like JFK was a pretty interesting guy. But again, how much did JFK get accomplished? Plus, he started Vietnam. So like, how do you get around that? Uh, he started Vietnam. He also started the Peace Corps. But, but he did start Vietnam. So he also got us to the moon, but not in his lifetime. But he started the space program. So complicated as well. It's not easy to pick a good president because they all have kind of shitty things going for them. American friendly even go is related to President Polk. President Polk has a lot of um oh, fuck. I, I just I just learned something about Polk recently. Yeah, Polk's an interesting one too. Herbert Hoover. <laughs> Herbert Hoover was pretty bad. Kept us going to he's kept he he tried trickle down economics. He tried to give tax breaks to the rich in order to dig us out of the Great Depression. How'd that go, Herbert? Piece of shit. Clinton was very good for Ireland. Clinton was very good for a lot of people economically. We had eight years of peace and prosperity with Bill Clinton, but Bill Clinton decided to taint his uh, <laughs> taint his entire career by, you know, fucking around. He couldn't keep it in his pants for eight years. All you had to do is he just had to keep it in his pants for eight years, you dumb piece of shit. Um, plus... At least, you know, Bill Clinton was interesting because he did don't ask, don't tell in order to get gays into the military or to allow gays in the military, um, which I thought was really what a what an elegant way to get around bullshit. Um, he was against gay marriage. You know, anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining. Oh, I have um, affirmation. We've gone too long. God damn it. It's supposed to be an hour show. That whole Joey thing threw me for a loop. If you're not vegan, now's your time to get the hell out of here. This is a vegan affirmation for vegans only. I'm an agitator. 
Most people think the world is stagnant, that there's nothing to be done to reject and replace the status quo. A stagnant pond is poisonous, and only agitation can freshen it with new ideas and action. If you don't like the way things are, agitate. I am an agitator. I hope you vegans can agitate a bit today. I'm about to go out and do some agitation. Uh, my first stop is Macon um, Chick-fil-A. I've got a Chick-fil-A in Macon that's calling my name. And they'll probably be calling the police on me. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll get a recipe for this over. Wouldn't that be a fun way to end this journey? Guys, thank you so much. Please um, come on down to the to Macon, Georgia if you're hanging out. Have a good vegan Christmas. <clears throat> Take care of the friends and veganism. Later lateral. Thank you. Those bangs don't annoy you? I don't have bangs. I just have long hair that gets in my face sometimes. Of course it bothers me. But I suffer for fashion. Hell yeah. Make filet, Chick-fil-A pay. That's the idea of vegan knave. That's the idea. They called the cops on me yesterday in... Augusta, Georgia, they called the sheriff on me. The sheriff had to come over and tell me what's what. Jerks. They may have well been no 9-11 and climate change would have been a priority if Gore had won. Yeah, I, yeah, right. If Gore had won, things might have been different. And by the way, Gore did win. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Guys, please head over to veganofcourse.net. Get yourself a t-shirt. Get yourself a hat. Get yourself something. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for joining. And I um, really appreciate you, all of you, very, very much. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Thank you to oh, pat Patreons and uh, anyone who is a channel member. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you and we need each other. And the aminals, the aminals definitely need you. Thank you so, so much. <laughs>